Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I said the IRS would eventually come after your vintage comic books, your rare baseball cards, your vintage Air Jordans. And I tell the story, this really happened. A friend of mine, guy I work out with, when I'm 50, he's 47. When he was about 15, 13, something like that, his parents let him get two pairs of Air Jordans, the original Air Jordans. So they put one in the attic, figuring, okay, you know, when he wears out this pair, they must have been on sale at the time. We'll just take that pair down. He found that pair in his parents' attic a few years ago and sold them on eBay for several thousand dollars. Actually used it to buy his wife's engagement ring. Now, he already paid taxes on that. The receipt, had the receipt in the box, already paid taxes on that. But this, you have to look at the Haig-Simons tax, H-A-I-G-S-I-M-O-N-S, Haig-Simons, appreciating value. Now, you can argue retail, you know, all this stuff. Now, he didn't have to use eBay. He could have just put it out word of mouth. Somebody could have given him cash and no one would have known nothing. But we're hiring 87,000 IRS agents to get the federal government, keyword federal government, into every interaction and transaction between individuals. Your kid's lemonade stand. How many of you shoveled snow when you were a teenager to make extra money, gas money? How many of you, had a, you did things like that around the neighborhood? That's unreported income. Right? Unreported. Well, you have to pay your taxes, Andrew. Yeah, I, I know. I know. And there is a conservative argument to be made in taxing the underground economy, but only, only if you're going to level the, do it, you're doing it to level the playing field. Now, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. In the debate between the fair tax and the flat tax, I like both for different reasons. I have more over the years moved uh, more in, into the category of the fair tax, which would be the elimination of the income tax for uh, a national sales tax. This way, everyone's a taxpayer. And they say things like, when you do that, Andrew, when you're talking about a flat tax, it's a regressive tax. What does that mean? Well, it taxes the poor. So? So what? What moral principle says the poor shouldn't pay taxes? Are taxes levied on morality or to fund the legitimate functions of government? And that even if the ta even if the poor pay taxes, they are still paying far less than the wealthy and still consuming more government resources. So they're still still ahead. Now somebody's going to come along as the ankle biter. We ain't getting the income tax credit. That was a mistake. The earned income tax credit was a mistake. It was designed to encourage work, not to, as it has in the end, subsidize labor forces of large companies and allowed people to actually profit from their relationship with the government. But with the open border, with the open border, with the open border, we are just bringing in an endless number of people who are going to be subsidized. And there's a pattern here. 
The Democrats want the entire country to be governed like a megapolis. They're not trying to get you into EVs because they want a cleaner, greener economy by their advertising. They want you out of your car altogether. They want privately owned transportation to be out of the reach of 90% of the people. They want you following a strict government schedule and plan every single day. I'll make this personal. Just an example, not scientific, not self-indulgent. My oldest daughter is going to be 13 in a few weeks. And she just thinks she's now 25 years old and, you know, she's off. She's living an adult life, meaning she's off with her friends and college and all this stuff. She didn't get up this morning, missed the bus. Missed the bus. If I didn't have a car, I wouldn't be able to take her to school. If I didn't have a car, I might be late for my job. And I wouldn't be able to make up the time because I would have gotten off track of the government schedule. Only in the military should there be a reveille. But that's where we are. The government is making it so that its resources are going to be directed at controlling our housing, our transportation, our education. We are going to work simply to rent from government. When you look at the housing crises that we have here in these major cities, it's because they're too big. That's just it. Too big. There's not enough space and too many people. So they want to create megapolises all through the country to make the reach and the rule of the megapolis impossible. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that as well. You take a, a state like New York. Nothing moves without New York City. The megapolis rules the state. Now, maybe not so much in Wyoming or Alaska or Montana, right? You have a more spread out population. They don't like that. Private property holders, people who believe in liberty, pr liberty, property is liberty. Your property is the S is part of the essence of your liberty. It's your house. It's your land. It's your car. You'll go where you want, when you want not checking with government, right? You saw this power outage in North Carolina. They instituted a curfew. Now you can't leave. You have to stay home because government said so. And already we have people saying, well, it was white supremacists. You know, some of these former FBI agents that go on CNN and MSNBC should have their cases looked into. Hey, Frank, forget whatever your name is, Fugluzzi, Fuglizzi. How, how many people did you plant evidence on? How many people did you railroad as an FBI agent? When I hear Asha Rangapa doing the same thing, some of these contributors that are either former U.S. attorneys or FBI agents racing out there saying, oh, I know who did it. I mean, I have no proof, but I know who did it. And they create that narrative. Well, it was white supremacists shot up that gay club in Colorado. No, it wasn't. Well, it was white supremacists shot up that school in Uvalde. No, it wasn't. Well, it was white supremacists that shot up the Pulse nightclub. No, it wasn't. Well, it was white supremacists who shot up that, that government facility in Sacramento. I'm San Bernardino, excuse me. No, it wasn't. You know, you should be frightened when law, former law enforcement people proclaim guilt without evidence. Because that ought to tell you something about them. But Joe Biden doesn't need to go to the border. There's way more important stuff for him to do than to go to the border. He doesn't have time for the border. Maybe he'll drive by. 
Maybe Kamala will get there at some point, but he doesn't have time for the border. And now we have another bake me a cake case in front of the Supreme Court. And uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who is obviously uh, the possessor of great absolute moral authority, being a Haitian immigrant lesbian, doesn't like the idea that this Christian website designer just didn't want to do a same-sex wedding website. Oh, no, no, no. I I'm not... I'm not refusing to make your same-sex wedding website. I'm moderating my content. See how that works? Twitter is a private corporation that can ban any message they want, not you. Not your business. See, now, I know what happens. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> redirect this one a little bit. I don't know how we got... I think it's just the use of extreme points to demonstrate make a demonstration. It's kind of like using absurdity to prove absurdity. We don't need to go to the extreme and well, what if somebody wants an Adolf Hitler cake at a Jewish bakery? No, I got a better one for you. What if your kid won the high school riflery competition and you wanted a cake with a display of two crossing rifles? and a gold medal. And someone says, well, I'm anti-gun. I won't, I, I won't do that. But it is a legitimate award, right? It is a legitimate award based in government-run education. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's not a political thing. I'm not saying, I'm not even saying an NRA cake. I'm saying your kid just did very well in a high school shooting competition. You want a cake with two crossing rifles and a gold medal. And they say no. Now, understand this. We could do this all day. You could play the game of what ifs all day. Well, what if, uh, you know, somebody wants to have a wedding at a Islamic catering hall and they want ham on the menu? We could do, see, this is another thing. Some of these people on the left should just start walking around in robes with high collar necks because they seem to think they could just divine their opinions. How much government do you freaking want is what I'm getting at. It seems like they want between the IRS and going after bakeries and florists and website designers, as long as they're not big businesses that donate to Democrats. They want the federal government into every interaction between human beings. And if somebody says, I don't want to do that, why do you want to make them? Now, again, I offer another distinction here. There is a difference between saying, I won't sell you a hamburger. It's another thing to say, well, I have to run out and find something to put on the menu to your liking. In niche businesses, some people just don't do that kind of work. I just don't do that kind of work. And make no mistake, it will happen. By the way, the thing about the IRS and the lemonade stands... That's another one of my predictions that came true. So how long is it going to take? Because it's going to happen. Here's another prediction. Andrew Wilkow makes another prediction. How long until the AMA or some association of medical colleges comes up with some regulation that doctors, gynecologists, let's say, have to start treating biological men? Now, 
we get it. They don't have girl parts. But you know what? You could give them an examination just to make them feel included, right? You just make, it's about inclusivity. It's about diversity and inclusive. It's medical diversity. You can hear this stupid line of thinking coming down the pike. That even though these doctors don't deal in Frank and his cousins, they don't deal in the boy parts. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to take these people on as patients to make them feel included in women's health care. See how that works? We already see the stupidity of promoting tampons to biological men. Unless you're getting punched in the nose, you have no place to put that thing. I'll keep the other joke, the other possible joke. We'll keep it out of the gutter. A man has no use for a maxi pad unless he's scraping his knees. A man has no use for a tampon unless he gets punched in the nose. A man has no use for the product we know as Massengill unless he maybe salad dressing. There's no use for these products for men. So starting with the habit of putting them in the boys' locker room is just beyond stupid. But stupidity reigns here. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.